Blog Talk Radio. Ah, good morning, everybody, and you are tuned in to Coffee Time with the Coffee Man. My name is Toby Brendel, also known as Coffee Man. <laughs> call me what you want, call me what you will, whatever makes you feel better, that's what it will be. All right, so what if you have actually noticed I have taken a little bit of time off from the show? One, a little more. <coughs> Dependent, right? So, let me break it down, where I was, what happened. <coughs> I was in the hospital for close to two weeks with pneumonia. People are not really sure where I got it from. But the one thing I do have to say, I will, it's before anything, um, I do have to say something about it, which kind of got me pissed off. But uh, what actually happened is one day I was getting my computer all set up. My buddy Kim, I messaged him. We talked with the computer for about two hours and decided, hey, do you want to do a podcast for him? <laughs> he said, sure, let's do it. So the next day, which was a Sunday, I wasn't feeling good. It's like, Kim got to cancel. I'm not feeling good. Let's do it another time. He goes, okay, that's fine with me. Then eventually went absolutely downhill from there. (coughs) My dang cough. So it went from feeling a little ill to not having any energy to want to do stuff. The basic Daily things were a struggle, but I still kept pushing, still kept pushing. And by the end of week two, I said, screw it, this weekend I'm going to go to the hospital. Saturday, missed my opportunity because I took a nap. But Sunday, decided I'd go in, 10 o'clock, walked in, and they diagnosed me with a lung infection or pneumonia. Then from there, I was rushed to Regina, which is about an hour away, $800 ambulance bill later. Then from there, spent a bunch of time up there and got rushed back, or then I was brought back to Weyburn, which was another $800 ambulance bill, which absolutely sucked. So now I owe the health district $1,600 for two ambulances. My health is back. The only issue that I actually do have is I do have coughing. So I apologize deeply if my coughing does have an effect on the show. I'm trying my hardest not to cough. So just absolutely bear with me, you guys. It's just one of those things. All right. So (coughs) when I was actually in the hospital... Doctors, nurses, they'd always come up to me and says, or ask me just simple questions. Like, uh, did you leave the country? Did you do something different? Do you bake? And right there, instantly, I knew they were trying to blame my pneumonia with vaping. And the vape was the number one question that they always asked. Do you vape? Do you smoke? Do you do drugs? Do you drink? Etc. 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 And in reality, 
I'm a goody goody. Like I don't do any of that. The last drink that I actually had for alcohol is going to be nine years ago on the 31st. It, I just don't drink. I don't have any <coughs> urge to have a sip, anything like that. It's because basically my mom, when I was working with her, she was my boss. She said, if you ever show up to work drunk or hungover, I am going to make your life miserable hell. And of course, with my mom, I never tested her. For the simple fact, I know what she is capable of doing. So, of course, I always worked every weekend, just stayed away from alcohol, and well, the rest is basically history. But it kind of was getting a little cheesy that all the doctors were asking if I vaped. First thing, not do you smoke, do you do drugs, do you vape? It's always do you vape, do you smoke, do you do drugs? And my answer every single time is, um, no, I don't vape. But with all these health issues that are going around, I can understand where they're coming from. But the one part that really bothers me about people who vape is the amount of time they puff on the vape pen themselves. If you actually watch people when they vape what they'll do is instead of like for example treating it as a cigarette they treat it as something totally different my one next door neighbor they were moving so they had a bunch of stuff removed from the house to help them out (coughs) and the weird thing about it was one person who was one of the movers had a vape pen in his hand which, whatever. I have nothing against it. But here's the weird thing. They'll grab a piece of furniture from the house. They'll walk it out to the truck. They will... I can't see anything. Uh, they'll put it on the truck. Then the person themselves will take three or four puffs from the truck to the house. Right. Grab something else, take it out to the truck, put it in the truck, three, four puffs. And that was a habit. But if you actually watch people who vape, they're more likely to have an inhalement with their vape pen so much more often than somebody who smokes. Because when it comes to smoking, they will have, say, for example, a two-minute period, three minutes, to go outside, have their cigarette, come back in, all said and done. Yet somebody who vapes, they'll have more puffs than somebody who's on tobacco. And it's really, really weird. Some people call me a little paranoid, but... You should be using a vape pen or vape contraction as a way of quitting smoking, which it's supposed to. 
my mom vape, but the one thing she does differently than what everybody else does, she doesn't sit there and take 50,000 puffs within a two-minute period. She will take um, four puffs, call it quits, goes inside. So she treats her vape as a tobacco product. She'll take a two, three-minute break, have her uh, three, four puffs, she walks in. That's how it should be. But people don't. Just watch how they vape. It's actually quite interesting, quite hilarious. Like I said before, you can call me crazy. That's how it is. Uh, All right. Let's get some kind of get something more interesting. All right. This, I don't know if you guys would be interested, but when I was in the hospital, I didn't realize how bad our city hospital actually is. It is so old, so patched. There's no doubt about it. We need a new hospital, just in general. But our government hasn't decided to build one. But the weird thing is, the community where I live has raised over $5 million to help build a new hospital. But the government hasn't did anything. It is so bad, the showers in some of the rooms don't work. The room that I was in, the nurse basically leaves, comes back with three blankets and says, you're going to be cold in here and hands them soon. I'm looking at her going, say what? Right? I'm about 170 pounds now. I lost like 40 some. And I barely sit on the toilet. Now, could you imagine somebody who is at least 230, 240 trying to sit on that toilet? They wouldn't fit. My question is to everybody, and this is one of the reasons why I brought this up. Why is it the government has more rules, regulations, and expectations for a publicly owned, publicly run company where the owners built it from scratch to where it is? Why is it that they have more expectations of that public or the private company or whatever than their own building? Seriously, our nurses, our doctors, our staff at our hospital need something better. There is no way in hell that this should be acceptable. The condition that it's in is horrible. And I even emailed our um, MLA and said, Dustin, why is it your guys or your your government has a bigger, broader, more strict policy against private companies than with their buildings, their expectations, et cetera, et cetera, than your own government-owned building. 
Is that response was? Are you still in the hospital? I'm not a bright man myself. Sometimes I go into rants. I go into gibberish. I do things like that. I admit that. But there's just sometimes in reality points that you can make is just unbelievable. And this is one of them. Our hospital effing sucks. And our government needs to do something about it, but they're too busy doing other things. I know different provinces, different states, different countries, different rules, regulations. But when it comes down to this, just in general, it's unacceptable. When Skylar was born, our hospital had no heat lamps to keep him warm. Is that acceptable? But at the same time, we had a maternity ward, could deliver babies, early 2000s, I think, they said Wayburn wasn't going to deliver any more babies for a few years. Guess what? It's going to be close to 20 years since my hometown has stopped delivering kids. I have five kids. Addison, uh, on the highway near Regina. TJ, in Estevan. Emery, Regina. Reimer, Estevan, Skyler, in front of our house. We need a change. Just plain and simple. All right. Let's change it up a bit, guys. All right. So, the Xbox. (laughs) Yes. When I meant change, I meant change. Anyway, the Xbox has decided to release its name which I totally forgot, and specs, things like that, uh, the looks of it. So the actual picture of it, it's going to be interesting to see where it comes from, how it handles, and how it processes. But there's one company that I watched a video of the cost of what it could be, and they're saying it could be upwards of $600. With this day and age of the cost being 600 no, it's not that bad. Yet, if you, take, if you go back in time and take a look at some of the costs of older systems, it will blow you away. Like, for example, Sega, Sega Saturn, Sega Dreamcast. They were very powerful. They were ahead of their time, but the cost alone was insane. I think the Dreamcast back in the day, like, uh, what was it, like early 2000s, were $600. It was messed up. Uh, when I bought my PlayStation, it was roughly around 200 bucks, And that was about 99 98 99 depending on which one I got, because I had beer spilled on it. 
long story, not going to get into it. But then if you go and you take a look, computers will cost you about $600. And with the processing that the new Xbox has, it's more or less trying to be the computer. So, only time will really tell. But, you guys, I thought I'd just give you a little bit of an update of where I was, what happened, and where was my show. So, you know, fair is fair. But if you have any questions or comments, you can email at cookieandthecoffeeman at yahoo.com. Or you can even message me on Twitter at coffeeman underscore radio. If you really want to screw somebody up, message cookie underscore radio and send a little message saying, hi, Cookie. He used to be my co-host. We kind of split in 2011, and I've been doing these shows kind of off and on for, you know, a bunch of times. All right, well, I think I better let you guys go. I going to continue to do my thing here <coughs> and I need to puff off my inhaler to make me stronger and better <laughs> anyway I will talk to you later and hopefully I don't take a long break like that before because that absolutely sucked and I miss you guys alrighty I will talk to you guys later stay out of trouble and see you soon now I just gotta get this ended. Oh, there we go.